Hey there, welcome again to my channel. So glad you could join me today. We're going to get into the Word of God as usual, so make sure you have your Bibles. Uh, but before we do that, we want to make sure we cover some things concerning the Wormwood prophecy and some of the things that are going on with NASA and the space agencies that are, are watching the skies. The Bible is absolutely perfectly accurate when it says when it says an asteroid is coming to hit the earth it's absolutely going to happen no question about it you add that to the idea that nasa says that they have 95 to 99 percent of the asteroids out there the big ones the medium to big size ones cataloged and they're watching them they know where they are well you put those two facts together and you cannot but help conclude that there's a, almost a 99% chance that NASA sees Wormwood. Well, 95. We'll give them 95. There's a 95% chance that they see the Wormwood asteroid, according to their own words. And have you heard about it? No. Well, this is the place where you're going to find out about the Wormwood asteroid. I believe NASA most likely sees it, and they haven't told us yet. Um, that's just going by their own words. And so we're going to get into what the Bible says about asteroids and things like that. And in particular today, we're going to be covering what Jesus said about the end time signs. We're going to be talking about this, the 10 events or the 10 signs. This is going to be part one of a part two series. We're going to talk about the, the first five signs that Jesus talked, talked about in the end times. And so welcome to my channel. I really appreciate all those that support me. Make sure you hit the like, the bell, make some comments. If you want to support me financially, I, I just go by offerings alone. And so that helps me produce these videos and get this word out to the nations, warning the world that an asteroid is coming according to the Bible. It's not according to me. It isn't according to, to anybody else. According to the Bible, it's an absolute certainty an asteroid is coming. But does the world seem concerned about it? Do Christians seem concerned about it? Not very much, but they will be pretty soon, I believe. In other words, I believe that this news is going to erupt into the world scene uh, and the world's going to kind of go frantic about it. And so um, I'm telling you ahead of time, this, is, this has always been in our Bible. Um, I had a video last last video I made, I went through a whole list of scriptures that talk about the asteroid coming. And there's several. Uh, it's called NASA uh, is Wrong. I think it's the title of it. NASA is Wrong. Um, and so I talked about someone who talked about why NASA is wrong, an expert, genius kind of guy that came out of Microsoft called Nathan Mirvold. So check out that video, NASA is Wrong. Lots of scriptures there. The, the scriptures about the asteroid hitting the earth were in our Bible for thousands of years, but most people just either didn't believe it or did not understand it. And so I believe the understanding is coming. Um, God has revealed some things to me, and I'm just trying to get them out and be faithful in doing so. So thank you for all that support me. If you want to support me, you can go to thomastaylorministries.org and hit the donate uh, option there, the donate link. Again, thomastaylorministries.org. That helps me do what I do. Uh, you can also learn more about asteroids and the Wormwood Prophecy at my other website uh, here called wormwoodprophecy.com or wormwoodasteroid.com. Either way, you get to this website talking about the Wormwood Prophecy of the Bible. All right, so uh, let's go ahead and jump right into it. That's enough introduction. Um, so before we get into the Bible, I do want to read a little bit about some of the news related to asteroids. And I found a great article here 
It is entitled, NASA Publishes the Results of its, of its Intense Killer Asteroid Dress Rehearsal. <laughs> so they had a dress rehearsal. In other words, well, we'll, we'll read it, but basically they, they kind of did a, a mock-up of what happens uh, if this asteroid hits us. And it's interesting, the asteroid that they chose to use for their mock-up model of if an asteroid hits us, it's a pophis. And I've been talking about a pophis for the last like two years or so. Not quite two years, but it, it's been a little bit. <laughs> so it says the lessons learned could have helped or the lessons learned could help avert real impacts in the near future or significantly limit the devastation one could cause. So that's the subtitle of this article. You can find it at inverse.com about killer asteroid rehearsals. So I'm just going to go ahead and, and read it. And, and I'll just, uh, before I get into it, uh, a little reminder, you know, about our, our, our U.S. government. Um, you know, they did a, a rehearsal like this. All those, all those doctors and centers for, who people and centers for disease control, they did a, a rehearsal just in case a coronavirus were to, to, to just explode on the earth and cause a pandemic. What would we do? It's funny that they did that right before a coronavirus hit the earth and, and, and there was a pandemic. Isn't that funny? I'm sure that's just a coincidence. All right, so let's read the article, and uh, then we'll get into the Bible a little bit. Last year, talking about the, the year 2021, over 100 participants from 18 countries, including NASA scientists and the NEOWISE mission, and NEOWISE is that... that uh, telescope basically that's that's searching the sky it's this massive telescope bringing in lots of data about what's out there and so it, the, the purpose of neowise is, is to look for asteroids near earth objects neo means near earth objects and of course we're looking for the ones that are dangerous so they conducted um NASA and NEOWISE conducted an international exercise that simulated an encounter with an asteroid that made a close flyby to Earth. As NASA revealed in a recently released study, the exercise was a complete success. Well, that's good to hear. The lessons learned could help avoid real impacts in the near future or significantly limit the devastation one could cause. And by by the way, uh, just a reminder, go to my last video, NASA is wrong. Nathan Mirvold points out that they are not only wrong, in other words, they're not just, you know, off by their calculations. It is a deliberate deception. It's evident. It has to be a deliberate deception for them to, to put out the stuff that they're saying about the size of the asteroids. Because if, if they can change what we know... And, and what they're feeding the scientific community about the size of an asteroid, well, that will totally change the trajectory of that asteroid. So if you feed the scientific community wrong numbers, they're going to come up with wrong numbers as to whether the asteroid, Apophis, is going to hit us, or any asteroid for that matter. And so that's in my last video. Check that one out. 
so Nathan Mirvold says that the numbers from NASA cannot be trusted. They were intentional and in their deception of the world concerning the dangers that asteroids pose. So, but let me keep reading this article. It says here that the study, which appeared in the May 31st issue of the Planeta Planetary Science Journal, titled Apophis Planetary Defense Campaign. It's what they named their mock-up. Apophis Planetary Defense Campaign. It's interesting that they picked that one. I wonder why they picked that one. I don't know. I mean, if, of, of all the thousands and thousands of asteroids, they could have picked. They picked Apophis to do as a, as a mock-up. Interesting. Anyway, it was conducted by the Planetary Defense Exercise Working Group and led by Vishnu Reddy, an, an associate professor at the University of Arizona's Lunar and Planetary Lab. Now, this working group is made up of more than 100 participants from 18 countries and includes facilities like NASA's Planetary Defense Coordination Office. These sound like some important people. They're defending our planet from near-Earth asteroids. The ESA NEO Coordination Center, the Russian Academy of Sciences, the Korean Astronomy and Space Science Institute, and many universities and research institutes worldwide. All right, so this isn't just a, a localized event. Worldwide, they're going to do this mock-up. Because that's how they plan to solve the problem when the asteroid actually comes. The world must unite under one global leadership to solve this problem. Like they're trying to do now with climate change. They're trying to get everybody together to solve this problem. It's a, it's a world problem and the world must come together to solve it. We must do away with sovereignty of nations and the lines that divide us. And we must become one to solve this global problem. That's how they're going to solve it. So anyway, that's how the mock-up is set up, of course. Now, Mr. Reddy and his colleagues describe in his paper, the planetary defense exercise was the culmination of work that began in 2017. Apophis, by the way, was first found in 20, uh, I'm sorry, 2004. Okay, so they've been watching this for a while. So this, this exercise began in 2017, which was designed to test the operational readiness of our global planetary defense capabilities. Well, that's good. The exercise was carried out with the support of NASA's PDCO, the Minor Planet uh, Center, MPC, and the internationally recognized authority for monitoring the position and motion of small celestial bodies and the International Asteroid Warning Network. That's a lot of acronyms. You know how the government is. The exercise was named the Apophis Campaign since it coincided with the close approach of the NEO-99942 Apophis, near-Earth object called 99942 Apophis, which flew past the Earth from December 2020 to March 2021. So it just passed by not too long ago. And by the way, it's coming back again in the year 2029 closer than any large object has ever been, besides the ones that hit us, like they think an asteroid hit us, the Shishalub uh, asteroid event that they say knocked out the dinosaurs. Uh, but this one, it's not that big. 
as like miles and kilometers long. Uh, this is a 1,200-foot asteroid, um, and it poses a danger, a huge danger to our, to our world. If it hits a continent, it'll knock out that continent. Everything gone, right? But the whole world won't die like the Shishalub event, which caused almost the extinction of, of everything. But it, it didn't. It's a smaller asteroid. And, and the Bible says just that. It's not going like, to wipe out all life on Earth. It is not uh, a life-eliminating event. Um, but the Bible is very clear on what it is. And you can go read it in your Bible. Just read Revelation chapter 8, chapter 9. You can read all about that. Not going to get into that. Let me keep reading here. Uh, where did I leave off? All right, so Apophis was determined to have a significant chance of impacting Earth in 2029 or later. That's what I just said. But after years of tracking and several close approaches, astronomers have refined Apophis's orbit and concluded that it poses no risk of impacting Earth for a century or more. Oh, whew. man, I'm so glad they're telling us that. that. That makes me feel better. Apophis was specifically selected for this campaign because planetary defense experts knew it would closely approach Earth in early December 4, early December 4, 2020, and NASA engineer David Farnosia, I'm not going to say that again, who led the orbital determination calculations for JPLs, which is uh, the Jet Propulsion Labs, Center for Near-Earth Object Studies explained in a recent NASA press release, uh, this guy, I'm going to say his name again, said this, even though we knew that in reality Apophis was not impacting the Earth in 2029, starting from square, square one, with only a few days of astronomical data from survey telescopes, there were large uncertain uncertainties in the object's orbit that theor theoretically allowed an impact that year so basically they 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 did a mock-up and said go find uh, a dangerous asteroid and they tried to make everybody find apophis and so you know they took it out of the computers they removed it from the computers and they said now go find it and so all these laboratories all around the world went and they found apophis again they accurately they all found it again but he's saying uh, those who rediscovered it again in this mock-up, the people that found it said it's going to hit us. <laughs> and th then those wonderful people at, at, at NASA and Neowise said, calm down, calm down. It's not actually going to hit us. We have the real data here. You know, we're, we're going to feed you the correct data uh just trust us we, we we got this one don't worry about it Th this was just a mock-up don't worry about it but but you know what would happen if it does hit us what do you guys think let let's talk that through and so they did and so that was that was kind of the point of it they're, they're talking about what to do as a planetary defense a mock-up as a planetary defense of if Apophis hits us, just happens to be Apophis, if it hits us, what would we do? What do we do from communicating that to the people, to getting the, the, the population ready, to evacu evacuating? Oh, I'm sorry, we can't evacuate the impact zone because there is no impact. Okay, we have to mark that one out. What, what would we do, though, if an asteroid were to hit us? 
and uh, uh, and and what what defenses do we have? Can we shoot it down? Can we can we just do something? So that's what the whole thing was all about. And so they're basically getting everything in order and kind of clearing the pathways governmentally, getting the red tape out of the way, getting getting all the you know everything in order uh, across all these these organizations and governments just in case an asteroid hits us just just in case just just in case okay cool all right that's good but you know when you found that it looked like it was going to hit us all you guys it's not going to hit us it's 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 not your numbers are wrong we're we had the right numbers so just nothing to see here let me keep reading though it says as noted a major impact an extinction level event is something humanity would like to prevent. Yeah, I agree. A considerable amount of resources are currently directed towards developing every and all means for avoiding that. That's true. But the single greatest tool we have in our arsenal is the regular tracking, which ensures that we are prepared for whatever threats might emerge someday. And that's you know, I didn't read everything in the article, but uh, I picked some excerpts out of the article. But I do want to emphasize that point, that a considerable amount of resources are certainly being used. And, and I would say it this way, they're being ramped up like never before, millions upon millions upon millions. They have, uh, uh, um, uh, I guess it's a satellite or something out there that's going to be coming back to Earth. Um uh, I forgot the name of it, but it's a satellite that's coming back to Earth, and then they're going to turn it around and send it right back up and shoot it at Apophis to gather information about Apophis. Um, I wonder why, though. I'm sure Apophis is no big deal. Um, but they're spending millions and millions of dollars um, getting getting ready, just in case something happens, uh, like never before. And so it's it's uh, something to watch, you know. <laughs> Um, so I just thought that was an interesting article, but, uh, let's just jump into the word of God today. We're going to talk about end time events and there's no better place to learn about end time events than from the lips of Jesus Christ himself, the perfect prophet of God, the absolute highest prophet of God. Um, and you might be familiar with Matthew 24, what is known as the Olivet Discourse. So in Matthew 24, we're going to look at for 10 signs that Jesus gives us. There's actually a whole list of things, but I've condensed them down to 10 signs or 10 specific events that we can look at and see kind of where we are on that timeline. And we can see, are we that, you know, that final generation? And so are, are we in the last days or is that, you know, hundred years from now, a thousand years from now? Where, you know, are, are these events actually even happening? Um, and so we're going to, we're just, and, and I want to emphasize Matthew 24 is the place you want to go to learn the order of events. You know, the, the things that Matt, Jesus talked about in Matthew 24 and Mark 13 and Luke 21, these things, the Olivet Discourse, uh, a lot of these happen, the, these, these signs, these events have happened throughout history. There's, there's nothing unusual about wars and rumors of wars and earthquakes and, and, and um, you know, false prophets and false Christ, false messiahs and, you know, pandemics and, and, and all these things that, you know, uh, Jesus mentioned. 
These have always happened. But what is unique about Matthew 24 and we have to watch for is the order of events. In other words, these signs will, will happen in a, in, in a specific order. And so, you know, three can't come before number one. Uh, four can't come before number two. They're going to they're going to happen in these ten things in this specific order, and that's that's the thing that should lock us in and say, oh, now that I see that they're happening in this specific order, I know I'm in the end times. And so we're going to go through you know five signs today, and then five signs in the following video. So make sure you follow up and watch the next video. I appreciate that. Uh, so hit that bell on YouTube so you can get a notification when I uh, put out the next video. All right, so the first sign that Jesus tells us about is found right here in Matthew chapter 24, verse 5. He says, For many will come in my name, saying, I am the Christ, and will, list, will mislead many. Okay, he said many two times there. That's important. So many will come. Okay, this isn't just a, a few little guys, a few one-offs here and there coming. Many will come in my name, saying I am the Christ, and also will mislead many. So, so we have a, a multiplication. There's many coming in his name. Producing many, many more, in other words, uh, of, of people following something that is untrue, that is a lie. And so uh, the key, some of the key words here is coming in my name. In other words, they will come saying that they're Christian. They're coming in my name. A, a, a Christian has a right to come in the name of Jesus and to proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's what we do. We go. We've been given the name of Jesus to go into all the world and preach this gospel. We have, And so it would be someone or several someones appearing to be Christians preaching what would be a gospel. But it's, of course, you know, not a true gospel. It's a false gospel. So they're appropriating the name of Jesus as they're preaching this false gospel. This is the first sign. All right. So let's get into it a little farther. The, re the end result of this many coming in his name, saying that they are the Christ and, and deceiving many, is uh, many will will be deceived. I guess that's what I was trying to say. Many is, is the end result will be deceived. And so there's a massive group of people, not just a few little pockets of people here and there. It's not just a little group, you know, 20 guys over here and 50 guys over there and and a few hundred over there. Um, this, is, this is a huge massive group of people, the way I read this. So it's not like, you know, you, you may have heard of people like uh, David Koresh. All right, this guy, just kind of this wacko guy, he thought he was a Christ or a Messiah. And, uh, and uh, several dozens or I don't remember how many, pe many people, uh, you know, got themselves all uh, barricaded in a compound and, and were willing to die for the gospel of David Koresh. And then they, they whatever happened, but it got burned up and... I don't think that's what it's talking about. A David Koresh. There was this other guy, if you've ever heard of Jim Jones. This guy was horrible. The guy with the Kool-Aid. He was in Ghana. A bunch of people just 
packed up and went to Ghana and hang out with this guy just to be cool and and uh, just love and peace and hey man we're cool we're hippies and we're, we're, we're following this guy who has the truth he, he, he was the Christ he thought he was like a Christ figure and uh, all, all you had to do was drink his Kool-Aid and everything will be just cool man you're, you're good to go just drink that Kool-Aid and then we'll all die at the same time and we all get to go to heaven and and, and it's all good uh, no, I don't think that's what it's talking about. I mean, it, it, it can include that, um, but it seems to be talking about something a lot, lot broader in my mind. Um, there certainly are people coming saying that they are the Christ like that. Um, but this word Christ means anointed. People that are coming and saying that they are the anointed. Well, any Christian calls themselves anointed. That's the word Christian. Christian, Christ means anointed. So it's little anointed ones is what we all are. If you're a real Christian, you're anointed by the Holy Ghost. You got the Holy Spirit. That's what you're anointed with. You have the Holy Spirit in you. Okay. So we're all Christians. We're all anointed by the Holy Ghost. We all can uh, appropriate and, and proclaim the name of Jesus. And so there's a whole group of people that call themselves Christians um, that maybe are not Christians. Maybe there's some in there, but for the most part, um, this started with a fellow named Constantine. So an interesting thing you can do is, is match up the seals of Revelation. You know, there's seven seals. Well, match it up to uh, what happens in the exact same order of Matthew 24. The first seal of Revelation is the first thing that Jesus just mentioned. Okay? Uh, in other words, the first seal of Revelation is talking about a false church. And we we're talking about, I'm talking about, in particular, a pope. It all started with Constantine. The church was universal. It was Catholic. All one church, you know, back in the early days of the early church for the first few hundred years. And this guy, Constantine, comes along and makes Christianity mandatory, forced religion on the populist. And and the only problem, well, that's a problem in itself. You, 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 people have to be free to choose Christianity. It's not forced, of course. Um, but the other problem was he, he also... Uh, wanted to mix paganism along with it, sun worship. So you see the Roman Catholics with a lot of sun imagery everywhere, sun, sun, sun stuff everywhere. Um, and so with this paganism mixed with Christianity, and you got something that was no longer Christian. So there was always a real church that thrived right alongside, parallel to a fake church. The Roman Catholic Church was a fake church and still is today. Again, there's still some Christians in there. Thank God for them. Some good Christians are, would call themselves Roman Catholics, but they're in a system that is false. If you're in Roman Catholicism, it has been corrupted. And you need to get out. You need to just read the Bible for yourself. Don't If you don't see a Bible verse for what they're doing, reject it. You have to stick to the Bible and only the Bible. No traditions, no religious traditions. Throw all of it out and find a scripture for everything that, that you're supposed to be doing. So the Roman Catholic Church is what I believe when it broke forth onto planet Earth, it was the first seal. And that happened well over a thousand years ago. So I think the first seal was released over a thousand years ago with Constantine and the birth of a false church, the Roman Catholic Church. Um, and so that's kind of the macro picture. That's the big picture item 
that spans on over a thousand years, well over a thousand years, in fact, so what, 1700 years. Um, but what I'm talking about in Matthew 24, and Jesus is talking about in Matthew 24, are more specific events that are going to be down to final years happening in a very small amount of time. Years, not over hundreds of years or thousands or more years. Now, it, So seals are kind of a little bit more big picture, Roman, Re, Revelations uh, 7 seals. Uh, but what Matthew, uh, Jesus is talking about in Matthew 24 is, 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 is specific. It's smaller events that will happen in a smaller span of time. And so um, these seals being released allows these smaller events to happen. They are a subset of the macro picture of the seals being released. They're not equal to the seals, but they are a result of the seals. So what we just read in Matthew 24 is there will come many in my name claiming to be the Christ, um, this misleading many. That happened because of the Roman Catholic Church seal, the, 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 the seal, the first seal being opened. Um, but it's going to show up in a specific way in the end times. And so how does that show up? Well, let's, let's look. Of course, the Roman Catholic Church is definitely... Um, a, a prime example even today. It's still around very, very much alive. I believe the false prophet of the Bible will, will likely be uh, the final pope, okay? And some people think today's pope is the final pope. If you know anything about the prophecy of St. Malachi, this pope is the 112th pope. The prophecy of St. Malachi says uh, this pope is the last guy, and he is the one that will be ruling uh, and uh, watching over the Roman Catholic Church until basically the end, until it, you know, the, the church on seven hills is destroyed, which is Rome, the Vatican. Jesus is coming to poise, pour the wrath of God out on the earth, and so this pope is going to be in place according to the prophecy of St. Malachi. Well, that's a different subject. So this guy... Uh, and, of course, we see always sun imagery uh, in, in the Roman Catholic Church. But the micro version of this, it's not just a false Roman Catholic Church in the final days. It is going to be false Protestant churches, false uh, doctrines, false churches in every aspect. The question is, do we see false churches in the earth today? Most certainly, absolutely, like today, like never before. We have people that claim they're preaching faith, and they're not actually preaching faith, they're preaching greed. I believe in faith. I believe in faith in the Word of God, that you can trust God for everything the Bible says uh, God has promised us. And you can use faith for that, for healing and all the blessings and, and all the, the provision that God has for us. But there came a false version that rose up under the heading of faith. In other words, like the Roman Catholic Church that calls themselves Christians, there's a false faith movement that's all about greed and money and give just so God, you've got to give so God can bless you. you got to, you got to give so you can get healed. you got to give so you can get blessed. you you got to give so you can get your debt canceled, debt cancellation giving, and you got to give big too. You can't just give little. This is a false, a false church, a false doctrine that, that completely destroyed the faith, the true faith movement. There is a true, true faith movement that is awesome. It is completely from God, a word of faith movement that is right 
as long as they stick to the Bible. When you start mixing this, this false stuff in there, uh, just like the Roman Catholic Church, it corrupts the name of Christianity, and it corrupted the name of Word of Faith. But that's not the only one. The false church today, that was like, like step one. Step two is a false grace movement that's in the earth today. Basically says, you know what, a Christian cannot even sin. Because Christians are perfect in their spirits, they can't sin. So you can do anything you want uh, because you can't even sin. It doesn't. It, it just doesn't matter. There's no need. To, there's no repentance. There's no asking for forgiveness. There's no need to bring up anything relating to sin because you can't sin. And so it's a, it's it. You know they won't say this, but it's it's a type of universalism where basically you can't go wrong. Yeah, yeah, you're good to go no matter what you do. Um, and that is false. And so that is very strong in the earth today, as well as several other things like agnosticism, um, which is which, which has been around for quite a while. But there's and so there's false churches rising up everywhere. We see liberal theology rising up, saying that homosexuals can stand in the pulpit and homosexuals can marry one another, and homos and you know liberal theology. I mean, it, it's so obviously unbiblical there's there's hardly a need to address it if you don't know that that's wrong then you're probably not a christian at all okay i'm just going to be real straight with you if you don't know that a homosexual unrepentant standing behind a pulpit is wrong the denomination backs that homosexual and says yep we know you're homosexual homosexuality is not a sin go ahead be free to do what you want. Preach, you know, I don't know what they'd be preaching. They can't be preaching the Bible. But um, if you don't know that's wrong, you're probably not a Christian. You need to read your Bible. That's that's all I got to say. You can send me all the hate mail you want. I don't care. Believe the Bible or you're in trouble. I mean, you're in trouble with God. Who cares what I say, right? I'm nobody. I'm nothing. Just believe what God says because you're going to stand. Everyone's going to stand before him one day. How did I keep getting into stuff? That's not my subject. So we're talking about false Christ, false Christianity, people claiming to be Christian. And so this is this is the first sign, the first major sign, the first event. There are people on the earth as well claiming they are gods and also saying that they're Christian at the same time. Okay? They they say they have the Christ spirit. I have received the Christ spirit. And these are your New Age people, your, your New Age cults led by people like Oprah Winfrey. And, and there are multitudes, probably millions, that have followed the New Age movement. And basically, it, you can believe anything you want in New Age uh, as long as it's not the truth of the Bible. The Bible is exclusive. It kicks out lies that says if, if it opposes the Bible, if it opposes that Jesus is the only way, Jesus is the only way to the Father then it's not truth. And that's what New Age does. New Age says you can go to God any way you want. You can pick Buddhism, Islam, worshiping aliens, being a god, you are a god, uh, meditation, yoga, all this junk. Chakras and, and uh, whatever these things are. What, this, is, um, this is kind of image of New Age. You see in this particular image, um, the the Masonics, 
So what you see in this image, they're calling a tree of life with the eye there, the all-seeing third eye. Uh, it's Kabbalah, which is just pure satanic witchcraft and wisdom. Wisdom that comes from demons, fallen angels. And so that's that's these people. And, and they say, oh yeah, I'm anointed. I have the Christ spirit. And so anybody that's running around claiming that, that you know, I am anointed, I am a Christian, um, can, can really be included, I believe, in what Jesus, Jesus is warning about in these last days. People coming and saying, I am the anointed. I am the Christ. I have the Christ spirit. And you're a Christ. And you're a Christ. And you're a Christ. Everybody's a Christ. We all have the Christ spirit if we just sit and meditate and receive whatever um so we we have we have this this sign this first sign has been fulfilled okay the next sign that jesus tells us about is the next verse we read verse five this is verse six we're going right in order because the order is what's important okay we're seeing false doctrines explode false churches explode on the earth this, this really happened in the last 20 or so years but it, it's going to be very specific to, to a, a potency of false churches and false doctrines like we've never seen before. And it'll sweep many away that are ignorant of the Bible and may go to church, may even call themselves Christians. It'll sweep them away if they're not firmly founded in Jesus Christ and the Bible Salvation through God's word alone, not through men and religion. Anyway, second event. Let's read Matthew 24, verse 6. You will be hearing of wars and rumors of wars. See that you are not frightened, for those things must take place. But that is not yet the end. For nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And in various places there will be famines and earthquakes. All right, so the second thing mentioned, wars and rumors of wars, famines, plagues, natural disasters, all these different things. Is that happening? We have just crossed the line with a pandemic and entering into all of that. We see, we, we've, we've always had wars, rumors of wars. Oh, this could happen. This nation could go to war with this nation. I mean, we're right in the middle of what, Russia invading Ukraine. That's a literal hot war that's happening right now. People are talking about that could invoke World War III between nuclear powers, between Russia and NATO uh, and the United States. And then that would, you know, then we have rumors of, of China invading Taiwan. We have Israel dealing with Iran because now they're, apparently they have nukes now in Iran. Just heard this. They have nuclear uh, their 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 nuclear um uh, material is now weapons grade nuclear material so all they got to do is pop it onto a missile and shoot it at israel and so israel is over there they're bombing syria right now um because syria is allowing iran to bring stuff in closer to the border of israel and yeah you can see that that's so that's a rumor of war which it could become a hot war. Um, I definitely want to watch Israel in these last days. 
So that's that's something that's happening, and it's it's hot on the burner right now. Particularly what we see, as Jesus talked about, with with plagues. We've never had a worldwide plague before, right? So let's go back and look at the seal. The second seal in Revelation over there is really talking about war as a spirit of Antichrist takes over governments of the world. The first seal was the spirit of Antichrist taking over religion. The second seal is the spirit of Antichrist taking over governments of the world. The third seal is the spirit of Antichrist taking over economics. And we'll look at that in just a minute. Fourth seal is the spirit of Antichrist taking over nature, bringing death um, uh, through plagues and, and natural disasters and things like that, which I believe that's the seal we're on, by the way. We're in the fourth seal, uh, but the question is, that's the big picture items. Specifically, where are we at in Jesus's Matthew 24 Olivet Discourse? in these 10 signs. So number one has been fulfilled. Number two, I believe, has also been fulfilled. We are in wars and rumors of wars. We're seeing the world shaken up. Um, and so in 2020, we also saw, it's not just the word war cannot just refer to big wars. It can also refer to something more local like race versus race when you when you read about that um in in matthew 24 the wording actually if you look at the original greek it's actually talking about one race versus another race and so if you knew about uh um, blm riots um that was in 2020 there's also uh there was the coral uh, with the, the January 6th, the people, and I happen to agree with them, by the way, that believe that the election was stolen, and so they were, they were, they were protesting on January 26th, not January 26th, January 6th. They were protesting at the Capitol, but then some bad guys got into the protest, and they broke into the Capitol, and, and they call it a riot, and so they're, they're you know, doing a mock trial just, just you know, to... Basically, it's a it's a it's a show trial. It's 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 a big nothing. It's a big nothing, and everybody knows it. But anyway, the point is that there's 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 conflicts happening on the world stage like never before. Um, race against race, we see left against right. I mean, people died at that that riot in the Capitol. The world is in a state of insurrection, particularly since the year twenty twenty. Remember twenty twenty. We all remember it was a horrible time. But now we're entering into famines. That's what we just read about is there's also coming famines. There should be famines in various places. Well, here we are. We're in a time of famine. The, the people blame it on this or blame it on that because of the, the uh, coronavirus. There was a breakdown in the supply chain. Well, it should have been fixed by now. This is the year 2022. That it's it's getting worse and worse. People, um, the truckers, they can't pay for gas. They're, the trucking companies are going out of business. Um, that stops supplies. The just idiotic laws are are keeping uh, ships from coming into port, getting our materials uh, throughout our nation. And so, anyway, 
then the war, um, and then inflation. All these things are compounding, getting us to the place of we are looking at starvation. We're looking at a world famine. Now, it's not going to be everywhere, but it's going to affect different parts of the, of, of the entire world, just different places. And we're all going to feel it. I mean, we're all probably feeling it with, with measures of inflation. Food prices are going up and you're finding stuff not on the shelves, some stuff that you need. So this is, is, is the question. The question is, are we there? Has the seal opened? Absolutely. I believe seal number two is opened. Uh, talking about, again, the spirit of Antichrist taking over governments. And I'll talk about that more in a sec. Is seal number three open? Famines, spirit of Antichrist taking over economics. Yes, we're, we're entering into that full bore. And then spirit of Antichrist taking over uh, nat nature with, with plagues and natural disasters and pandemics. Yes, we, we know that's happened. But again, going back to Matthew 24, uh, more specifically, are we seeing famines? Yes, they are happening. They're exploding on our world scene because people like the World Economic Forum are having their way. They are just giddy with excitement because <laughs> their plan is coming to pass. You know, we're going to get you, you rich nation, the United States, off of oil. Joe Biden has a war on oil, and he's sitting here acting like, oh, he's mad at the oil companies. He's the one that caused it. He campaigned saying... He is going to do away with oil companies. He wants us all to go to electric vehicles. But we can't go to electric vehicles. There's not enough electric vehicles out there. We don't even have the production ready to make enough electric vehicles for everybody. So it's way too soon if you have a war on oil. But he does. He showed We, we were completely energy dependent under Trump. Uh, gas and oil, we produced our own. We didn't need OPEC. We didn't need anybody. Joe Biden comes in, shuts it all down, and says, Whew, I wonder why the gas prices went up. Well, I can't understand that. I don't get it. I mean, that's... But he's, he's a puppet. He's a World Economic Forum puppet. Like so many in the world are. So many of our leaders, that they produce leaders of our nations. These people are running the world now, coming out of World Economic Forum with their Agenda 2030. Agenda 2030, I know you're going to think I'm crazy. A lot of people do. I believe that's the covenant with many. Okay? That's the covenant with many talked about over there in Daniel chapter 9. You can look it up in one of my other videos. Don't have time. But starvation will follow because of famine, poor nations, and, and poor regions of the world. Millions will die. You know, our normal rate in the last few years was about 4 million die of starvation every year. This year alone, 2022, that number is almost five times that. We're at, we're, they predict there's going to be 19 million dying of starvation in 2022. And that's just the beginning. It's the bad news. So... Then Jesus talks about famines and, and uh, earthquakes and whew. let's let's keep going for time's sake. I could talk more about that, but I can see my time's getting away from us. But kingdom against kingdom, I do want to mention this. This is this is a, the, I think this is talking about the kingdom of darkness against the kingdom of light. We see it in in left versus right. The left wants abortions. They want a homosexual agenda. They want a transgender agenda. They want moral decay. They want depravity. Uh, they want hedonism. They want sexual perversity. They want pornography. They want all that is wicked, and the forces of the right are fighting against that. Now I'm not saying the right is perfect either. They have a great deal of corruption. But they're 
politically speaking, that's all there is, is left versus right. So they're the ones that I stand with and I vote for to stand against the wickedness of the left that wants to murder the unborn. That's kingdom versus kingdom. It's, 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 a, political, it, it's a spiritual battle that shows up as a political battle. And here's an example of it. So we, we talked about the seal. The second seal is, is the spirit of Antichrist taking over government. Well, this has been happening for quite some time. Okay. And what happens when the spirit of Antichrist takes over government? You end up with these types of governments. Marxists, communists, totalitarian, fascist, Authoritative, authoritative governments. This is, this is what you get when wickedness takes over government. And so that's what you can expect the final government to be when the Antichrist shows up. It'll all be handed to him on a platter. Here's your Marxist, communist, socialist government. Here you go, buddy. Rule the world with it. That's, that's the prophecy. So what happens? These people get in power. They kill millions slaughtering their own people as well as as others through starvation like Mao uh, through gulags and forced marches and uh, war and numbers of things like that so so war uh, wars and rumors of wars we're living in that now the third seal was famine as the spirit of Antichrist takes over economics and so we're entering into that now um, don't put your faith in Wall Street anymore. Uh, uh, in my opinion, I wouldn't have much faith in Wall Street anymore. Uh, I don't see anything happening but a crash in, this, in the near future. If we're in Matthew 24. Um, I believe we've started the first few steps. We've, we've, we've fulfilled the first few signs of Matthew 24, but not all of them. And so we can't say with absolute certainty that we're in Matthew 24's events yet, because all 10 have to be fulfilled for us to say we're in it. But the first few have definitely been fulfilled. And so you can't help but say, all right, well, what's the next one? That's going to be fulfilled, and if it if it's fulfilled, then we can say, well, that's one step closer to saying we're in the last days, and then you can start looking at things like it's time to be really prepared. In fact, I would be prepared anyway. Be prepared spiritually, mentally, physically. Have food. Uh, be ready. Don't go into debt. Get out of debt. Uh, get your finances in order, get your house in order, get some extra food, get some supplies you need. Should things break down, um, you need to be prepared spiritually, though, first and foremost. And that's what this is about. So keep listening to my channel. Death. Seal number four is death as the spirit of Antichrist takes over nature. And Jesus over there in Matthew 24 talked about, you know, uh, earthquakes, which can include literal earthquakes. But it can also include storms, and so we'll we'll see we see all this we see this happening in the world today. We see plagues. I don't know if you remember there were plagues of locusts back in 2020, 
You know, there were locusts that just took over the Middle East and Africa, decimating crops, and that was setting us up for a future famine. Just, just a little bit of that right now would just destroy so much of our, our, our food supply, which is already being destroyed because of things like, you know, Ukraine holds like 30% or 40% of the world's wheat or something like that. Uh, Russia provides fertilizer. Well, all that's gone. You, you can't get fertilizer these days. So our food supply is, is dwindling. You have the coronavirus, of course. That's a plague, a pandemic and epidemic. Uh, there was also fires. There's also all kinds of natural disasters happening, like hurricanes, cyclones, etc. No matter what anybody tells you, you listen to the government, they say, oh, yeah, things are fine, you know. They're the way they've always been as far as, you know, hurricanes. But there's been documentaries put out that shows the number of hurricanes and the intensity of hurricanes has been increasing over the last several years or so. Um, and so you can look those up. I, I really don't have a reference for you to go into that. So the, the micro version of this, those, that's the big picture items. But the micro version of what Jesus taught us about uh, in Matthew 24 is things like BLM, the riot at the Capitol, what they're calling is an insurrection. It wasn't an insurrection. It's people standing up knowing that the election was rigged. But anyway, um, but wars like uh, Ukraine and Russia. I believe uh, China is going to invade Taiwan. Israel is going to bomb Iran. Um, these things are happening and going to happen. So the second event has been fulfilled. Let's get to the third one. What's the third sign that Jesus warns us about? Uh, this is uh, just the next verses. And they will deliver you. This is uh, verse 9. They will deliver you to tribulation. All right. They will deliver you. So there's going to be tribulation for you. Who are you? These are the disciples of Jesus. Are you a disciple of Jesus? Yeah. So he's talking to you. Okay. It's not just talking to Jewish people. They did happen to be Jewish, but it's talking to the disciples of Jesus. This is important for you to understand. They will deliver you to tribulation and will kill you and you will be hated by all nations for my because of my name and at that time many will fall away and will betray one another and hate one another well let's look at the macro the big picture item over there that's the next item in the fifth seal we've covered the first four seals this is where the 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 antichrist gets to persecute god's people so that is going to happen. It's happening in a small measure and really always has for the last 2,000 years, ever since there's been Christians. Um, but this is the next event that's coming on the stage, is an, a full-out attack on Christians. You know, even during the pandemic, we saw churches being burned because they stood against lockdowns. They stood against the pandemic and all the lies that the media was putting out. They were some standing for truth and people were burning them down. Uh, how dare you not shut down your church? We're going to burn it down. Well now, how dare you not let us murder our own babies? We're going to burn your church down. This is happening and it's going to happen. You know when that uh, Supreme Court decision comes out, the churches are going to be the target as well as, you know, 
those pregnancy centers that that help women um, not get an abortion, help women have their babies. They're going to be, of course, the targets. Um, Christians will be hated like never before. And so this is about to happen. So this is left unfulfilled. So the first four signs have been fulfilled. This is the fifth one. It's the fifth seal, but it's also in, in the order of what I'm giving them. This is our third major sign in Matthew 24. So I got seven more to go. I'm going to try to go a little faster, though. <laughs> I'm going too slow. So there will come the big picture death to Christians, to those Christians who will not compromise God's word to that to kowtow to the, the, the culture of today. Those that will not compromise biblical standards and call out sin as sin. Those are the people that will be persecuted unto death. Jesus said this. It's the next sign. It's the next sign we're looking for. Now, in a micro version of what Jesus said, we already see today the hatred of Christians, as I pointed out, because of very, our, our standards versus the world and the culture of today. Um, hate, the hatred of Christians is going to increase as the world blames Christians. Well, I mean, they're going to blame God for the judgments that are coming in the earth. So when they see our God pouring out judgment in the earth, they're going to say it's the Christian's fault. Uh, among many other things, because we also don't go along with their agenda. And so they will jail Christians, they'll torture Christians, beheadings um, are down the road. Uh, that's bad news uh, in, in the natural, but good news, because Christians can never die. That's what Jesus said. Believe in me and you'll never die. I believe that. It doesn't matter what happens to my body, because that's not me. Bodily, I'll die. That's nothing. I will never die, and no Christian ever will. So this is imminent. This is going to happen. So it's the next event. That's what I'm looking for, is a major persecution to begin against Christians. Uh, it's not just talking about Jews, because notice it says here, you will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. Well, Jews, as generally, don't believe in Jesus. You will be hated by all nations for my name's sake. That's Christians that believe in the name of Jesus as the Messiah. Jews do not. So then he talks about a falling away. This is destined to happen. As the persecution begins, those that were mushy and didn't actually believe will say, I don't know them people. I, I ain't good at church. I don't, go get them. I, I, yeah, he lives over there. And he goes to that church, yeah, get her. And, and yep, that's their kids right there. Get, that's what's going to happen. Those that claim to be Christians, and maybe even some genuine Christians, will fall away due to the pressure. So this event, this third sign, is about to be fulfilled, in my opinion. If it does not come to pass, then we are not in the last days yet. It's going to come to pass someday. But if it does come to pass... Well, that's we're we're locked in lockstep with the Olivet discourse that Jesus gives us in Matthew twenty-four. That's going to happen in this specific order. 
All right, I got to keep going. Wow, I'm going slow. The next major sign, the fourth event, the fourth sign that Jesus talks about is this. Many false prophets will arise and will mislead many. This is where the big picture item and the small converge into one at the same time. This is going to happen in a small amount of time, not over several years, but in a small duration of time, there will be an explosion of false prophets. Because of the stuff that's happening in the earth, we've got famines and natural disasters and plagues and earthquakes and Christians being persecuted, churches being burned, churches being split, Christians being called out and thrown into jail, tried, some being killed, beheaded, um, Gestapo stuff happening, ratting out Christians, a split, a falling away, as Paul predicted, of, of the church, a falling away is going to happen. I can see why, because of the pressure uh, against Christians, you know, so False prophets are going. Are, 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 that's just ripe territory for a false prophet to rise up and say, "This is the way. Don't follow those false Christians. These are the real Christians over here." And of course, they're going to point you to liberal theology Christians and Universalist and New Age, and 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 they'll prophesy uh, and and even quote parts of the Bible. And people that are ignorant of the Bible will swallow and follow these false prophets. They will mislead many. That's, that's a tragic word, a tragic prophecy. So you can imagine many Christians, because of the persecution, will be, will be in a state of fear. I mean, in certain places of the world, they'll be literally hiding. In Muslim countries, countries that's happening now. They have, have to have underground church. Well, imagine an almost global version of underground church, even in America, underground church. And Christians thrive, real Christians thrive under persecution. The real church actually explodes. The movement and the power of God explodes. The gospel goes out stronger under the real, under persecution because the real Christians show up and keep preaching the gospel, risking their own lives unto death. And people that are risking their lives to tell you something must be telling you the truth. And so people will hear that. As opposed to these people that preach the gospel, give me some money and I'll give you a prophecy. Give me some money and I'll lay hands on you and bless you and I heal you. You know, a false Christianity. Uh, and so the false prophets will arise and, you know, we see false stuff on YouTube today. There's some real stuff on YouTube, but there's a lot of false stuff as well. But there, my point is, it's coming. The fourth event is a coming of false prophets because of all the previous things happening, setting up the stage for this one. So you have to be grounded in the Word of God so that you are not deceived. Be not deceived is the first thing Jesus warned us about in the end times. Same thing that Paul says. Don't be deceived, my brethren. First words out of their mouths were about deception. So that's the thing you have to avoid above all other. The only way you can avoid deception is to know the truth. Read your Bible.
Just read your Bible. Go to a church that preaches the Bible line upon line, believes the entire thing. The best way to read the Bible is literally. Believe it literally. <sighs> For the most part, the Bible can be understood literally. Don't change it into a bunch of symbols and interpret those symbols how you want. If it's symbolic, it'll be obvious that it's symbolic. Like the book of Revelation has a lot that you should read literally. Literal. Most of Revelation should be read literally. I know you think I'm crazy. It's true. The only thing that should be symbolic is if it's obviously symbolic. Like a seven-headed dragon and a woman standing on the moon with the brightness of the sun and, you know, that kind of stuff. It's obviously symbolic. But the rest could be read literally. And I've got a lot of videos on that. Just look at my other videos. This event has not yet been fulfilled where there's been an explosion of false prophets. Sorry, this is my last one and I'm done. Fifth event is uh, because lawlessness is increased, most people's love will grow cold. We see the signs of this already. Lawlessness, we saw it during 2020 with BLM and the Marxists taking over uh, the streets, the anarchists, um, uh, the Antifa, anti-fascists. They say they're anti-fascists, but they're actually just the opposite. They, they are the definition of fascist. But anyway, uh, lawlessness increased. And what happened? Lawlessness increased and people started distrusting one another. Did you feel that? If you were of the white race, you kind of thought maybe the, the black race doesn't like me anymore. Then the black race thought, well, maybe the white race doesn't like me anymore. And, and that amplified, multiplied, is going to happen. The love, because of lawlessness increased. Why is there lawlessness? Because the laws are no longer being kept. We have an entire administration that has decided they don't want to keep the laws. It's the same as the Obama administration. They didn't want to persecute people based on the laws of the nation. Nah, I'm not going to go after those people that are uh, protesting the, in front of the Supreme Court. Nah, I'm not going to. Obama, he didn't want to go after anybody that was doing pornography or anything like that. Nah, just let it go. He didn't want to prosecute, persecute anybody uh, or pr uh, prosecute those that were breaking the law. We have today a, a justice system that is completely corrupt. It's completely broken. They don't even want to 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 keep the laws. We have district attorneys that are loose on crimes throughout our nation, basically giving everybody a free pass because, hey, we don't want a bunch of people in our jails. It's too... Well, it's, uh, just don't worry about it. If Unless you steal, steal you know, $10,000 in merchandise, I'm not going to bother with it. You got to steal a lot of money, so have fun. That's basically what they're saying. They will not persecute... I'm sorry, not persecute... Prosecute... Uh, criminals in many parts of this nation and, and I, lawlessness will abound worldwide and that will cause many people's love to grow cold then jesus is the one that endures until the end he will be saved in other words you can't you can't give in to this you can't give in to your love growing cold you can't give in to the previous one false doctrine false christ false prophets you can't give in to false messiahs um, you cannot be shaken if you're a real Christian, you're going to stand on the Word of God, believe the Word of God, preach the Word of God, live the Word of God until your dying day, till the day you go home to be with Jesus. 
But we see this movement in the world uh, with defund the police, or they're trying to abolish the police. This is this is taking traction today to set up really what is going to happen when this becomes fulfilled. Um, the police force will will be neutered. <laughs> Uh, to where they're not allowed to do anything. They, they, they won't have guns. Um, they'll just have really mean words. Stop it now. Just stop it. Just stop it. The other person has a gun and is shooting at them. Stop it. They're not allowed to have a gun. Or we'll see something like that. Or or, um, or we'll see a, uh, very likely a <clears throat> an exchange. In, in other words, we will see our military shipped off to some other nation to police that nation and some other nation's military moved into here to police our nation. Um, I, I think that's just a possibility. I don't have a scripture or any prophecy that says that, but it, it's just the, the way history has worked in the past to unsettle a, a, a people. You, 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 you destroy them at the root. That's what Marxism is doing now is put one people against another people black versus white happens to be our thing in, in in the United States but it's in other nations it was one religion versus another religion um, you know and so you pit people against people you destroy their their faith in uh, in everything so that they can't tell what is true everything you have coming at you in the media you you just you you can't even tell what's what's true anymore. And so that's exactly where people are. You, you have no ground. You're just on this wobbly uh, quicksand and, and you have nothing to stabilize yourself if you're feeding on that junk from the world and the, and the stuff from the media. If you're a news junkie, I know, I can guarantee you're full of fear. Don't listen to news all day. Just, just turn it off. I don't even have the news going on in my home. I'll turn on the internet and look at some of the headlines and read a few articles, but I don't have the news. I don't have media going on in my home. I don't want to allow it. Um, but th this, this is, I think, clear that we're setting up for these events to happen. So again, like I mentioned, Marxism, communism is going to take over uh, and be the one world government and it is required always in Marxism to sow strife to divide the nation so that they can take over. You can, the rich versus the poor. You're hearing a lot of it. And that's always been around. You know, let the poor rise up. Let the workers rise up against the, the rich capitalists. And let's do away with capitalism and create uh, a stakeholder capitalism, which is fascism. It's not capitalism at all. It's the opposite of capitalism. Stakeholder capitalism is what the World Economic Forum calls it. Um, this is how you destroy a nation. You pull the rug out from under it. You destroy its foundations. And you're, you're left with a bunch of hopeless, helpless people saying, Feed me. Save me. Save me from the asteroids. Save me from all this stuff happening. I'll take any leader. Hitler, yay, Hitler. Th that's what's going to happen. They're, uh, as a world, though, not just as a nation of Germany, you know, we all look at Germany and say, how could you let that guy come to power? How could you do it? They were desperate. 
And so the whole world will be brought to that place of desperation. So the whole world will be, yay, Antichrist, bring it on. I'll worship the devil. Let's do it. As long as you've saved me and can feed me and save me from an asteroid. And of course, the Christians are going to be saying, no, 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 no. That's the Antichrist. Don't do it. Don't go along with world government. I'll be right here going along with you guys fighting this junk. <sighs> so I've got to finish. My time is way over. It says, he who endures to the end, that person will be saved. He who endures to the end. Are you going to endure to the end? You're going to be saved. To the end of what? Till the end of your calling till you finish what Jesus has called you to do. He's called you, if you're a Christian, to be in this time for a purpose, for a ministry. You have a part to play. If you have a family, ring your family up in the things of God. Prepare them. Show them the scriptures. Prepare them for the days that they're living in because they have a part to play. We all do. And so get ready, get ready spiritually, get men ready mentally, get ready physically with some natural things, get your things in order. Whatever you do, don't take the mark of the beast, don't take the image or worship his image, don't take the name of Antichrist upon yourself, don't pledge allegiance to the world government, never abandon your faith in Jesus Christ or compromise the truth of the Bible, no matter what. All right, well, I have to end. Um, if you want to be saved, now is the time. Call out on the name of Jesus, and he will hear your prayer and save you. Just call out. Ask him to forgive you and, and repent and turn your entire life over to Jesus Christ, and he will save you. And you can let me know about that. Go to thomastaylorministries.org and use the contact uh, link. Or you can go to my salvation page there and learn more about salvation, and then use the contact link. Uh, but with that, I have to close and I'll start my next video soon. Thank you. God bless you. I'll see you next time.